December 29th, 1835, the Treaty of New Ikata cedes all Cherokee lands east of the Mississippi to the... This one's a little depressing. Let's see what else we got. December 29th, 1845, following the Manifest Destiny Doctrine, the U.S. annexes Texas... Something without disrespecting natives? December 29, 1890, the Wounded Knee Massacre. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Welcome to The Revisionist. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And joining us in the flesh, uh, the man himself, Jordan Dahl. Hi. My voice is wrecked. Mm -hmm. From a night of is, revelry. Is it ever? Well, I don't know what that means. Wrecked, R-E-K-T. Mm, Which means what? it's still cool. Wrecked. Oh, it has, yeah, it has an apostrophe. In front. That's how all the yeah. kids are saying erect. I, I sound like I'm going through a second puberty. <laughs> so no, puberty into the new flesh. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of flesh, Zach Powers <laughs> is here <clears throat> in that flesh. Well, I'm always... Look at that flesh. My recording mm. has also come... Every time my recording comes from my fleshy lips directly into <laughs> a microphone. That's, I read some of the... I have to edit other. out some of the flesh every yeah. time. <laughs> I read some of the reviews on iTunes. It's a real Videodrome like, situation. <laughs> Very fleshy podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, we go uh, for the Cronenberg heads. Uh, this time, my fleshy lips are in Denver, <laughs> and not just in Denver, they're in Brian's literal apartment. <laughs> and the rest of his head is due to ne show up next week. <laughs> they, they haven't been here in like a year and a half. Uh, no, things have not really changed all that much. Yeah, I thought you would have moved up in the world, but no. <laughs> Just kind of nope. to the left in the world. <laughs> yep, kind of slight. I used to be two feet to that mm -hmm. to that direction. The there's a problem with the foundation. The whole apartment's moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Tectonic, uh, plate tectonics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, it's a good time to, you know, it's, it's the new year coming up. It's our last episode. Of the year of our Lord, 2018. And what a year it has what been. What a year it was. It's been a motherfucker. <laughs> it's been... Can we say the main swear? It's been a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swear of the year, 2018. Motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah, no, new year now. New year, new you. Uh, Everybody going to do their resolutions, right? Yeah. <laughs> new year, new ears. What are you going to do? Uh, like, uh, what a you... weirdly optimistic turn from Zach. <laughs> yeah, if I'm turning around for 2019. <laughs> Senate investigations, let's go. I'm going to learn the words to, we didn't start the fire this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what should be a unit on this show where we just do every, <laughs> we didn't every, start the every fire. Every reference and we didn't start the fire. That's a really good idea. <laughs> Or at least like for the year. Like I mean, this year's we didn't start the fire. <laughs> one of these, one of those is just like Coca Cola, <laughs> though. So ah, that'd be a good episode. Lots of history. <laughs> they invented fucking modern Santa. Yeah, yeah that's Epi true. Episode ninety five, JFK <clears throat> blown away. Uh, and it's the Coca Cola mm -hmm. War. It's like the Pepsi Coke uh, Wars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, who does Pepsi have? No Santa. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Not even yeah. a Krampus. Pepsi, Pepsi Man. man? What are we? <laughs> this weird skin tight one Sega sexy, Genesis sexy game form. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yo, he was hot, though. Pepsi Man can get it. Was, this was a real thing? Yes, yeah. Pepsi Man, dude. What? What the fuck? Oh, do yourself a favor. Just YouTube, uh, like, speedruns of the Pepsi Man game. <laughs> YouTube Turn Pepsi the lights Man? down, light some Make candles. Make sure you, you know about the Noid, right? Yeah, I, yes, I know okay. about the what Noid. What about Dot? What was he the logo oh, for? Yeah. I, I had the cool spot. NES cool spot, yeah. Dot. Cool uh, spot was 7-Up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you yeah. Remember, do you remember Fido Dido from Sprite? What? I think that's a little before you guys' time. Before, I think, 
I think it was Sprite. It might have been Seven Up too, but he was a precursor to whatever the Cool Spot era was, and he was just like a cool dude. He he, lied, he was like me. He had kind of a Doug vibe to him. What happened to 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 Matt? We don't have no Spuds McKenzies nowadays. There aren't many McK- McKenzies running around. around. Spuds like, McKenzies. Yeah. Is there a? Look, I saw something that says Pepsi Man too. So I don't know if that what. Yeah, I guess oh, it's like Red Dead Redemption too. I don't know. It's this reboot culture, man. Ooh, I, I could I could do with a gritty a gritty You're Pepsi gritty Man Pepsi reboot. Man reboot. Fucking Pepsi yeah, Man rises. Killed and he gets revenge. Sure, sure. <laughs> Eli Roth attached to direct that baby. Did you ever hear the thing about like um how when when Crystal Pepsi came out, uh uh Coke released Tab Clear specifically. <laughs> Well, specifically designed as a product to tank Crystal Pepsi. They, they, they made this product and they released it and they, they made it diet caffeine free because everybody already thought that Crystal Pepsi was diet and caffeine free. And they're like, I don't know. And they're like, no, it's a fully fledged soda. But Coke released cr- tab clear and put it right next to Crystal Pepsi in the store so th- that people would associate the two and be like, oh, it's this caffeine free nonsense and tanked both of them. <laughs> Crazy, right? That's wow. Genius. Cunning. That's <laughs> quite Do they pay off these store owners to put the tab clear next to the crystal? I don't Pepsi? think they told anybody. Do they anything. order it by like the shade of the liquid? Is that how <laughs> Yeah, so if you look down a, a soda aisle, it's just a gradient from light to dark. Sure. From Sierra Mist mm-hmm. to what, I guess Mr. Pib? Yeah. yeah. That's the, that is the darkest soda. <laughs> it's used used in the in the blood rituals. <laughs> yeah. That's why Mr. Pib lost his medical license. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You want to stop at uh, want to stop at the Dr Pepper? If you hit the code red, you've gone too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't look directly at code red. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a welding torch. Yeah, I mean, it's really the the aberration in there. Yeah. Don't even get me started on Livewire. Livewire, uh, ooh, Baja Blast. I'll fuck around with Baja Blast all day, though. Nah, I, I fuck with Livewire. That was my Mountain Dew. I do, one. I do like that you can only get Baja Blast at Taco Bell at this point, <laughs> or it's like it's they're the only ones who are willing to fucking walk that dangerous Weird, line. All like the weird color Mountain Dews, Taco Bell like has them on lock. Yeah. <laughs> I guess because they know if you're a Taco Bell, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, do you remember when they were doing uh, Mountain Dew wake ups at Taco Bell, where what? it's like oh. it's like half orange juice, half Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they were just like. We know why you're here. It's 9 a.m. It just like it yeah, got well, colder in here, like a ghost just passed by. <laughs> hey, you guys want some of what we've been daring each other to drink? <laughs> That's that is how Taco Bell works. That, that is literally how most of their menu items happen. The the orange juice was next to the Mountain Dew because the color gradient. Yeah. It fell over, and so yeah, and somebody like mopping it up fell into it, and they're like, yeah. "Wait a minute." <laughs> Then they cooked him and made him into a soda. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> what do we do on this fucking Wait a minute, podcast? do you think soda is cooked? I don't know. You're the fucking host this week. I'm doing, like, work. I got, I got sheets. It's not my job to keep it on track this time. Uh, listeners, if you're new to the show, each week we talk about a different soda and all the different variations in all the different Marvel universes. Uh, the Mountain Dew of Earth 616 uh, and the Mountain Dew of Earth... 2112. Yeah, into the Sodaverse this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, we Pepsi take a look Man at... 2, directed <laughs> by Frank Miller. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, oh God. How weirdly xenophobic can it get? Yeah. Every female character is a whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, make the, let's bring Alan Moore on. Let's make that <laughs> just a weird sex thing now. Sure. 
Um, each episode, we take a topic from history. Uh, one person presents the actual version of events, and another person comes up with an off-the-wall, bonkers, bananas alternate history. Oh, and yeah. the winner gets to become the truth. In the middle of our stranded series. Yes, we are. Uh, which you made it sound more like a spring break thing than people dying this in the earth. This is the lightest stranded episode. There's so few fatalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, I'm not feeling great. We can do something. <laughs> something, something could happen. Well, uh, I don't know. Statistically, people are going to die during the episode, during your listening of this episode. Oh, boy. So congratulations to those dying. Uh, smooth passage to the other side. Have a, we'll put a quick in memoriam section at the end. <laughs> Wait, guys, if I die during this podcast, I want to be buried in this podcast. <laughs> of course. We'll, uh, we'll digitize your remains. Sure. Wonderful. And shoot you into Max Headroom. Uh, <laughs> uh, last time we discussed... The Donner Party. The Donner Party. Oh, God, that fucked me up. Yeah. I, I listened to a different podcast that went in depth on that recently. Mm. And like the grisly details, I had no idea. Horrifying. Yeah. That, uh. They were some hungry, hungry folks. <laughs> yeah. Hungry, hungry hill folk. Yeah. That, uh. The, 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 the I, hungry, hungry hippos offshoot that they spawned uh, is less popular. Hungry, than, hungry hopefuls. Yeah. No. Yeah. Originally in the 1800s, the board game was hungry, hungry humans yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. based on the Donner Party. Only because hippos hadn't been discovered yet. The balls had children's faces on sure, them. Sure, so you sure. had to. Uh, God. I hate myself. Um. And uh, the winner. Did uh, you say you ate yourself? Yes. Okay. A little bit. Um. <laughs> It works because it recycles. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner uh, of the audience vote was still the alternate history, uh, which involved a little bit of Ratatouille. Um, let's Purple. just leave it. It was the normal story, but Ratatouille was there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more or less. People love Ratatouille. It's not even the character's name. It's not. It's Remy. Uh, in this one, it was Rolo, I think, just okay. to, for, some, for some reason that I fear Disney. Uh, um, but thank you to Jen Colick. For the in-depth and grisly actual history on that. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode, we're discussing Ernest Shackleton. Ooh. Uh, Jim Varney himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, you've got the actual history. I do. And Jordan will be doing the alternate. But whenever you're ready, Zach, take it away. All right. I'll be ready in about, I'm going to say three minutes. Cool. We'll just chill. Hey there, this is Brian reminding you that The Revisionist is supported by listeners just like you. You can make a pledge and get rewards like shirts and even the right to vote over at patreon.com slash the revisionists. Born February 15th, Thank 1874 you for not doing that. <laughs> in Ireland. Um, so Ernest, uh, he grows up around Dublin, moves to London. His dad's pursuing medicine, becoming Ernest a doctor. Ernest goes to London. Yeah, Ernest goes to London, the <laughs> classic. Um, you know, I'm sure he, what does he do in London? He I'll drive on the wrong side of the street. <laughs> Big Ben's broken, but I fixed it. Whatever yeah, oh, the fuck. Jesus. If Ernest goes to London, he's definitely ending up like yeah. on the outside of oh, Big yeah. Ben. Oh, yeah. Hanging of course. From the Buster Keaton style hanging from that. Oh, and he's been waiting all day for like, for like high tea to roll around. You know, he's like, <laughs> I really want to try some of this high tea. I hear it's at four o'clock. And when he's on there, he's like, oh no, four o'clock, high tea. Can we get those trolls that hate milk back? <laughs> God damn it. No, he eradicated them. Oh, right. It His was the genocide, genocide of the trolls. For sure. That was, that the, was last the original troll. working title. Ernest genocides the trolls. <laughs> Ernest, Ernest goes to town on an entire, an entire race of 
<laughs> Mythical trolls. Uh, regardless. Now troll-free, Ernest moves to London, and he's very uh, restless. He's noted as restless in school, despite being a voracious leader. He dislikes that teachers make poetry a task, something you have to dissect and like analyze, because mm. he thinks you should just appreciate its beauty, man. I agree with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, he's so... He, this is a quote. He was apparently so restless in school... He was allowed to leave at 16 and go to sea. Cool, cool. <laughs> That's what they did when you had ADD back then. Yeah. yeah. So now it's just like shop class, yeah. but then I guess they just put you on a boat. Yeah, it was the same. There was a sign in every classroom, ADD, go to sea. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have Ritalin yet, so go find it <laughs> on an island. I don't know. <laughs> he takes a before the mast, which Jesus. means standard sailor apprenticeship. Let, let the sea take him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, on a ship called the Houghton Tower. Mm. So oh, very British. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He quickly rises up the ranks. He sees the world, discovers different cultures. By the time he's 24, he's gone from apprentice, apprentice to second mate, first mate. Now he's a master mariner. All right. <laughs> Wait, is that not a captain? I guess it, it says it, it said it allows him to command a British ship. Anywhere in the world. That sounds like if... It's like an international captain. Okay, if there was like a World of Warcraft rank that was captain, yeah. Master Mariner is above captain. Yeah. For sure. Totally. That sounds yeah. like he skipped captain. Yeah. yeah. Master Mariner is like, you are the number one at the PvP rankings on your server. Master Mariner comes with a trident, for sure. <laughs> he thought captain was hacked. Aquaman so in theaters uh, now. Yeah. Master Mariner. It's also like a video game from maybe like 10 years ago. <laughs> but it was really shit out by like one of those low-end production yeah, yeah, companies. Yeah. Fuck, what was that dolphin game when oh, you played? Echo the Dolphin? Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin was awesome. Was I was... I was more thinking like um, ripping off Halo, maybe, or like remember when like Sega was really looking for, or, or even PlayStation were really looking for a mascot, and so they were like a uh, Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> and there was like Blinks the Bobcat or Jack and Daxter, Master Mariner. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Fuck it, put out Gex Two, enter yeah. the Gecko again. Master Mariner was my favorite bottom shelf cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts to run a male also Night Trap too. Master Mariner. <laughs> he becomes the captain of a mail and passenger carrier, um, where he is noted to occasionally quote lines of poetry, but is otherwise regarded as a pretty good captain. We <laughs> <laughs> carry mail and passengers. <laughs> Ma only mail passengers. <laughs> and mail. On top of the mail. This is mail. a boy boat. Only boys. <laughs> uh, during the Boer War, he meets an army lieutenant whose father, Llewellyn Longworth... <laughs> uh, finances Antarctic expeditions and he's so impressed by Shackleton he's like let's get you to the Antarctic my boy <laughs> and he gets him on the Discovery Expedition which uh, uh, ends his career doing merchant work uh, though the Union Castle Company officially has him listed as, quote, on leave. Okay. So Still he, to this day? <laughs> I, as far as I'm aware there was no very resolution. extended leave. Um... So the Discovery is commanded by a man named Robert Falcon Scott, cool. also Hell a video yeah. game cool. character, I Fuck think. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah of, Captain Falcon. Yeah, yeah that's, I think one of, he's, that's one of... Uh, right. He's in the new Super Smash. That's one of Star Fox's flying uh, <laughs> yeah. buddies. Yeah, maybe he's one of the evil ones. It's hard to say. Yeah. I can't keep him straight. Like sure. the evil Falcon. Star Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. Um, regardless, uh, so despite his name, 
Uh, he looks like uh, sort of a boring doughy guy who oh, might be an on. extra during a Mad Men business meeting. <laughs> uh, come on, guy. Like one of the Mad Men extras who sort of like his hair changes very dramatically over the seasons. Dude, yeah. your name is if your middle name is Falcon, do a pull up. Like <laughs> I'm a I'm a doughy guy, but it's my name is Jordan Dahl. I'm a little, I'm a squishy little doll. <laughs> you were born into it. Like if, if I was yeah, Jordan, two pack minimum. If your middle totally. name is Falcon, yeah, totally, or at least like. Gouge an eye out. <laughs> yeah. You should be able to kill a vole. Sure. Just with your bare hands. <laughs> Two abs or three scars. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> Dealer's choice. Totally. Man, your, your falcon might be decertified, actually. Yeah. <laughs> might be downgraded. <laughs> so, uh, basically, Shackleton is supposed to analyze the seawater for the voyage. He manages provisions as well as, quote, arranging the entertainment. <laughs> for, the, for the boat? I guess. <laughs> Oh, uh, analyzing the seawater wasn't enough entertainment for these for these jolly no. sons of bitches. Yeah. Come look, it's a bit cloudy. <laughs> Gather round. I like to assume that he put on like an amazing production of Spring Awakening. <laughs> so why do you need to analyze the seawater? Still, still wet. They're figuring out what's going on in the Antarctic. The boat I guess. should hold. Is the water different up there? Maybe. <laughs> Some mystery spot still. No one had ever been to the South Pole at this point. That's yeah, important later. The water is actually Baja Blast the closer sure. you get to the Ooh, South Pole. God. I'd never leave. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's why Taco Bell has a mining operation sure. down there. A flotilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're fracking the South Pole. They're ruining it. Yeah. big All, fucking Taco Bell oil Yeah, egg. it's just greedy for, for Moss. Moss Baja Blast. <laughs> yeah. They just have... They're what working if? people to the bone. They gotta get that fourth meal. Yeah. <laughs> We're up to third meal. <laughs> My God, we we've discovered a fifth meal. <laughs> Seal it. Seal the mine. No one can ever find out about fifth meal. Chipotle's doctors have six meal. <laughs> Strike. Strike now. Yeah. Of course, Indiana Jones, this meal belongs in a museum. <laughs> what was it? Terrible proposed sequel. <laughs> yeah, that's really when product placement hit, the, hit its peak. Yeah. Regardless, um, while in New Zealand, Shackleton also went on an experimental balloon flight. Cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, while, uh, while they're iced in near the uh, Antarctic, he edits the Expedition magazine, the South Polar Times. Cool. I don't know what the readership was on that. <laughs> Very <laughs> forced readership, actually. Probably pretty high, I'd imagine. <laughs> it's carved on seal skin. What is it? Yeah, I'm... I, it didn't give well, me Yeah, wait, where the fuck did it. they print this also? Yeah, I assume editing just means he was handwriting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless they brought a press, which seems like quite a, a combination. Like a lot, yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless, uh, he is the most popular officer among the crew. That's going to be a recurring theme in his life. He's a very popular, likable dude. Mm -hmm. cool. He's informal, he's laid back. Old Scott, Falcon Scott's fucking a tight ass who wants everything done military style. Shackleton talks in rhymes, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Scott chooses Shackleton and another dude for a march on the pole. Cool. Uh, they don't think they're probably going to make it, but they want to at least get the farthest latitude, like set the latitude record. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
It's kind of a mixed success. They do set that record, but uh, they give their dogs some tainted food and all 22 of them die. Oh, my God. That's the major death. (laughs) Who gave these dogs Baja Blast? (laughs) What is this, live wire? (laughs) We wanted to see if the dogs could handle the refreshing taste of Baja Blast. Remember that part in Last Jedi where the guy, like, touches the ground and licks it and he's like, it's salt? I'm just imagining that, but he's like, it's Baja Blast. (laughs) Fourth meal. (laughs) Just like... Dogs are oh. never supposed to get above second meal. <laughs> uh, uh, this is an extremely difficult march because all their dogs are dead. Uh, Shackleton gets sick, and for the rest of his trip, uh, for the next, uh, for while they're lodged in the ice, he's unable to fulfill his duties. He's mostly bedridden. <laughs> he can't inspect the seawater. Oh yeah, too bad. Yeah, there's no seawater out here. <laughs> and uh, the first relief ship. There's a few relief ships that come to rescue these guys. It seems like that's pretty de rigueur for these. Uh, Antarctic missions. And the first one that has Shackleton sent home by Scott because he's sick, but also because maybe there's a rivalry between them. Ah. Sure. Yeah. Send send home your more popular rival. Yeah. uh, It's said that after this point, Shackleton had a burning desire to return to the Antarctic and outdo Scott's expedition. Well, also (laughs) the guy sort of saved his life. So come on. Yeah. Yeah, Mixed bag. Mixed bag. (laughs) Shackleton uh, returns. Uh, he heads up the dis- the recovery efforts for the discovery briefly. Uh, everybody comes home fine. He becomes a journalist for a minute. He marries and has three kids. He becomes secretary of the Royal Scottish Geographical Society. Okay. Basically, he lives in a Wes Anderson movie for a while. <laughs> sure. In fact, if I were to sum up this guy's whole life, it is basically Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, because he does a lot of weird shit. What's uh, his dad like? Uh, he was Distant. a landowner who gave it up to become a doctor. <laughs> okay. Well, yep. Yeah. Uh, everything's very centered in frame. Uh, he yeah. loses some money in a speculative transportation deal about like transporting, transporting Russians from the far east. An experimental it, balloons. <laughs> it doesn't work. It sounds like some kind of weird fucking Ponzi scheme that sure. he invested in. <laughs> uh, he runs for office on a liberal unionist ticket and fails. Uh, does a few other ventures. Uh, finally, a wealthy man named William Breadmore, who he had worked for, uh, attracting clients for a while and was impressed by him, said, I'll finance your Antarctic expedition, my good man. <laughs> and so begins the Nimrod expedition. Sure. Of oh, 1908. Named after his favorite Green Day album. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Um, I wish I could remember. Yeah, the American Idiot Expedition. That's yeah, one. Sure, That's sure, the sure. next one. No, and the other ones, of course. All and the, the all rest. The, all the Green Day classics. Yeah, Mary yeah. Punkmas or whatever, <laughs> whatever the later albums were. <laughs> yeah, a very slow. When they left port, it was a very slowed down. Do you have the time? Yeah, yeah a bunch of sailors singing it. <laughs> Do you have the time to listen to me, Ryan? <laughs> waving yeah and then of course when why they, come they didn't back, go with why they didn't go with good riddance i don't know it's more appropriate and when they come back it's uh i hope you had the time of your life <laughs> i hope you had the time of your life accordion and and as they called it at the time a jew's harp in the mix i love it <laughs> i'm so glad i remembered that because i was trying very hard for the last 40 seconds <laughs> Uh, regardless, uh, uh, Scott requests that Shackleton not use his Antarctic base camp uh, sure. during his trips. 
So Scott looks for alternative camps in the Bay of Whales, so named Ooh. because they found like a hundred whales there. <laughs> what a fucked up power move, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Like, hey, I'm going to the South Pole. Can I stay in your place? It's the only place there. <laughs> oh, somebody's oh using God. it. We might come by. My we girlfriend's parents, they're not going to be staying there, but they might be coming through on their way to the North Pole. Yeah, so that's season like, three of Crashing. Yeah. <laughs> That's he also up, looks yo. for a possible base camp on King Edward VII Island. Mm. <laughs> also not suitable. So Shackleton chased off by King Edward VI. <laughs> uh, so Shackleton is forced to use Scott's base camp anyway. Ah, oh, there you go. Of course, of course. Yeah. Wait, was Scott like even there at the time? No, of course not. <laughs> What a fucked up thing to do. It's, it's not like he can lock it. It's not like there's a fucking key. Yeah. Like, how can he stop him? Yeah, no. It was a scandal for the South Polar Times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? It's the only issue where anything happened, except for that one, you know, where uh, the thing killed all those researchers. Sure. <laughs> um, anyways, on this, uh, they do another march, and they meet a new farthest latitude, beating Scott's record. Um Again, it's kind of a shit show. They're nearly starving on the way back. Yeah. And Shackleton, good guy Shackleton, gives up his final biscuit to one of his other crewmen, even though he himself was also starving. Because mm. Shackleton's just a nice fucking captain. <laughs> I mean, it's a biscuit. What is that buy? <laughs> What's a biscuit buy? It's not like and fucking after. Lemba spread, yeah. you know, or well, like fucking... The guy who received it said, I would have not traded that biscuit for all of the money in England. <laughs> and will never have an equal meal. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Here, have this fig, Newton. It'll, it'll buy you the afternoon. <laughs> I have half a Trisket, but it is yours. Um, he ascends Mount Erebus, that's a new first, and he finds Magnetic South, but does not get to the true South Pole. Mm. He what? says He says to his wife, Why Emily, is there a difference between those? Uh, I don't know. Fuck, fine. Fucking Magneto did it. That's, <laughs> that's total bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they, they were still looking for the X-Trader, so they had to run it out a few more issues. I'm calling bullshit on planet Earth for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Magnetic South, that's the South Pole. Mm-hmm. Guys, that's the South Pole. Hashtag not my South Pole. Yeah, you're, you're livid about this. You're, this is your weird take on the flat Earth thing, and it is not gaining steam because <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I give probably way too much of a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, we found the magnetic North Pole, but the, the actual pole, the barber pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing you're looking for. The, yeah. Just the candy striped. Yeah. Yeah. Santa, get your ass over to that magnetic yeah. North. That's where you belong. <laughs> now, Santa lives in North Pole. Yeah. South Pole is Randy Claus. It's South Santa. Right. Oh, South. Okay. That's, that's falling out. Wanted to live as far as possible. Santa Claus's chill brother, Randy Claus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Randy Quaid. No. Like, yeah, no, I get why you want to be on the sure. complete opposite yeah. end of the earth as Randy Quaid. Yeah, he changed his name to get away from the Claus onus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how people named Hitler. Yeah, Santa change. Quaid is coming down yeah. the chimney. Uh, regardless, uh, he says to Emily of uh, his somewhat success, despite not making it to the true pole, a live donkey is better than a dead lion, isn't it? Now, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but he said it. <laughs> I don't know that it is, especially if you're... Like, better for what? Yeah. Especially if you're, like, last biscuit starving. <laughs> Eat that yeah. lion. That's yeah. true. In that case, you do you do want a dead lion, assuming it's fresh. Sweet. Fresh lion meat? And who likes Eeyore? He's a fucking downer. Right? <laughs> you want to eat donkey so, or lion? So it's just all these Arctic explorers and a cartoon donkey yeah. with clinical depression. Let me ask you guys this for serious. Would you rather eat donkey or lion? Donkey. 
Now, I, well, do mm. do you have to kill the beast? Nope. Fine. Well, if it's dead anyway, go for the cream of the crop. Eat the king of the jungle. Yeah, it's true. Then you become king. Yeah, those are the rules. I think the chef would. It's like a prepared meal of like, you want to do it. You're on an airplane to the South Pole. And they're like, donkey or lion? (laughs) I think I would go lion too if it was prepared. Man, Lufthansa is really stepping it up. You could probably eat donkey all over the fucking place. Where can you eat lion? See, it's easy to say that here in the shelter of this podcast. But like... Out there in the world, if they put them in front of me, I'm probably taking the donkey. I'm, probably I'm a so. Coward. The only people who take the <laughs> like at the end of the day, at that point, they're both cooked. Like, I, no, but I, I, I have, I have. The only people who take the lion are like that dentist and the Trumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, but it's like I'm so used to eating like ungulates and things of mm-hmm. that nature that eating another carnivore would be like, ooh, I bet it's weird. Well, if we're like to contain it within one animal, it strikes me as like lion would be like the filet mignon, but Donkey would be like the brisket, where it actually has sort of more flavor. Maybe you can make sure, some kind okay. of turducken out of the two of them. Mm. Sure. Get the most of the Turducken? Yeah. yeah, a dian or a, a lonky. Yeah, mm. lonky. <laughs> anyway, a man's life is at stake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, yeah, join us on Bon Appetit, I believe. <laughs> Shackleton becomes a hero in the UK. He publishes an account of his expedition. He records an account on Edison's fancy new phonograph. Ooh. Mm. The first podcast. Yeah. Edison catches him using his phone. <laughs> Shackleton dives out the window. <laughs> Every episode. Taking a pair of Edison's underwear with him. <laughs> Every episode had at least two minutes dedicated to promoting stamps.com. <laughs> uh, and in fact, uh, some Nimrod, some of the whiskey and brandy that was left behind by the Nimrod expedition was recovered in 2010. Wow. Crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Hey, rules. Didn't yeah. they, like, try to drink it and say it tasted very bad? I think they did experiments on it to see how they made whiskey in the old days. Oh. Was it any different than how they make whiskey yeah. now? You know what? I didn't follow up on the whiskey experiments. <laughs> they made it out of lion. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It was all lion squeezes. Yes, lion-aged whiskey. Mm, lion-aid. <laughs> Shackleton gets knighted. He gets titles. He gets medals. He gets newspaper accolades. But secretly, the expedition left him severely in debt. <laughs> uh, he paid the most of his debts via a grant, and some of them were just forgiven. Oh, sure, because That's you know cool. he became famous. I mean, famous that, yeah, people. that'll happen when you're like a you know a explorer, yeah, <laughs> Batman figure. <laughs> what does he do in between in between his expeditions? He goes on the lecture circuit. He tries to start a mining operation in Romania. <laughs> Looking for Draculas, yeah. I need money to finance my expedition to the West Pole and the East Pole and the North by North Pole. <laughs> and because, again, he lives in a Wes Anderson movie, he has what Wikipedia described as a, quote, scheme. Sure. <laughs> involving collectible stamps labeled King Edward Seventh Island. Wonderful. That could be sold and collected at high prices. Cool. Because he has been titled... The Antarctic Postmaster by New Zealand. Wow. <laughs> that might even be a caper. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is that is definitely on caper level. Caper Um round. Out of all these schemes, only the lectures paid out. Everything else did not produce much money. <laughs> really, the stamp thing didn't work. Yeah, I don't even know how that was supposed to work. Sure. It's like the fucking trails from the fucking Donner Party episode. Like, how do you make money off of this? I don't understand. <laughs> uh... So he says he's done with the Antarctic, but uh, he still watches Scott's new expedition carefully in the papes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, meanwhile, a Norwegian man named Roald Amundsen <laughs> sure. finally makes it to the true South Pole. Hey, all right. How does he know? 
Uh, I'm just not clear on like what the difference. Yeah, is. Yeah, Randy Quaid um, is just standing there ready to greet yeah, him. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got a, a sign. Banner. Like, How did you find me? <laughs> <laughs> um, Shackleton, maybe I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I would see because the compass would go crazy at at magnetic. I side. find it upsetting that there's that you could make that mistake. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how far apart they are either. Also, that seems like some shit that like, like I think like a hundred some miles. That seems like some shit that like one of these guys would pull to like keep glory from another. Like, no, that's not the real one. I've got the real one over here. <laughs> now nobody knows who the fuck any of them are. That's <laughs> true. So uh, finally, Shackleton is roped into a plan for a new Antarctic expedition. But we've done everything. We've gone to Prue South. We've gone to Magnetic South. To find oh. the double secret South Pole. Have we done an, an, an Antarctic continental crossing? We have not. Okay. Yeah, they're one up that game, baby. Yeah. So, this is the Imperial Trans Antarctic Expedition. Good one. The ships arrive on opposite, the plan is for the ships to arrive on opposite shores of Antarctica, right? Mm -hmm. Shackleton begins the walk with his crew, right? Mm -hmm. And while on the opposite shore, they're laying track as far into Antarctica, Antarctica as they can with supplies and shit along the way so that he'll have supplies when he starts to reach the other Crazy, side yeah. waiting for him right mm. uh so he recruits in an extremely weird manner <laughs> Five thousand people apply because this dude's famous <laughs> and some he just accepts on site because he's like i like you i like your gym <laughs> we're doing it uh some are asked if they can sing as part of their interview because Shackleton thinks character is as important as skill. Okay. Uh, He's wrong, but... Like, but. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. But also, when you say character, do you mean, like, improv, like, theater character? Yeah, and this is a very much... He's creating a life aquatic crew. <laughs> yeah, we need a Billy Crystal type. <laughs> yeah, every expedition needs a Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah. 700 Sundays. We need to do blackface and lift everybody's spirits. <laughs> 56 men are selected, 28 per boat. It was noted that the meteorologist is also an able banjo player. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, of course, because you need a fallback career for your meteorology. Sure, sure. Now, you may have noticed this is our series on being stranded, and so far no one has been stranded. <laughs> yeah. All that's about to change, fellas. <laughs> the ship that Shackleton was on, the Endurance, is trapped... In an ice flow. I did abbreviate Shackleton as just Shaq here. <laughs> and I like to imagine Falcon Scott writing a song called That's How I Beat Shaq. <laughs> but I can't confirm that ever happened. I've been thinking of him as Ernie Shaq's most of this time. Yeah. yeah. So Ernie Shaq's is on the endurance. It gets trapped in an ice flow. And, and eventually... no amount of banjo playing could set them free. <laughs> yeah. After a while, I was like, why did I recruit I like this? I don't think the banjo playing is helping. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to stop. If anything, just... it's making the ice more aggressive. <laughs> It's some sort of spell. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it's trapped in an ice flow for a good while, and eventually it sinks. Something cracks Make everyone hole. sing! Sing! <laughs> sing harder, man! Shaq and the crew. Ooh, love the time. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds time me. It's a real melancholy. It reminds me of an old sea chanty. <laughs> while they're watching the ship sink. Do you have the time to listen? And it goes in the rap. Do you have the time? Don't want to be an American. <laughs> Yeah. Swaying on the ice, <laughs> a, con a lonely concertina. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so they set up a, they set up a camp on one of the ice flows and stay there for two months. Eventually, they move to a, a more permanent camp on a separate ice flow. <laughs> At this point, Cress, they're Cress, suitable ice flow. Grass is greener, right? <laughs> they are hoping the ice flow will drift to solid land. <laughs> yeah, this looks like a good one. This looks like a good fast burg. <laughs> but ultimately, the flow breaks in two. <gasps> They jump in their lifeboats and spend five grueling days heading for Elephant Island. Bummer. What do they got there? Uh, an island, like land. <laughs> <Elephants>. <laughs> That's what they have. Uh, there might be elephants. Do you remember that Simpsons with uh, when they Monster go on, Island? On a, no, the one where they're going to Ape Island. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I wish we were going to Candy Apple Island. Wait, what do they got there? Apes. Ape. They're they're not, not so big. Uh, uh, so that's 350 miles from where the Endurance sank. So they have gone, the Endurance sank 350 miles from Elephant Island. Uh-huh. And they made it out there in this uh, ice flow slash life raft <laughs> caper, basically. <laughs> it's the first time. Full on caper for sure now. <laughs> <laughs> the great ice flow caper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the first time that these men have been on solid ground in 467 days. Okay. Uh, Shackleton. On, on the trip out during the ice flow life raft bit, gave one of his crew members his own mittens and suffered frostbite oh, as a result because yes. the crew member lost his, his mittens. Dang. How the fuck? How the fuck are you going to be in the South Pole on a full on caper at this point? And lose your mittens? Where did <laughs> you put them? Like, I don't backup. know. Where did you put them? <laughs> this is important. Jordan. He took them off to play the banjo. I was playing the banjo. They were right here. You can't play the banjo in mittens? Fuck. That guy... D- d- hands are not a right. <laughs> hands are a privilege. And when Shackleton saw that if this guy got frostbite, that's it for the banjo playing, he said no. I guess so. I think the last place I saw them was... On the ice. God damn it. God damn remember, it, Banjo Dave. I remember Dave. putting them on ice. Everyone check ice. Maybe that was the North Pole. You dick. Yeah, no. He was covering for the fact that he straight up forgot his mittens in the first place. He was like, I lost them. That sounds better. You traded them, didn't you? Yeah, I got some pogs. No, no. You got a ukulele. Where'd you get the jinkos from? <laughs> no. <laughs> jinkos, of course, having been invented the previous year. Sure, winter. sure. Yeah. I got the sheet music for for basket case. <laughs> yeah. If you know another Green Day song, write to the revisionist at revisionistpodcast at <laughs> no, gmail.com. I think those are all four. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Let's do that one. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I walk this lonely uh, road, lonely road, The problem now is that no one's going to find them on Elephant Island. No one knows they went there. Sure. Shackleton modifies the best lifeboat for the best he can for an open boat journey to a whaling station that is 720 miles away. Fuck me, that's <laughs> a rough ride. Yeah. He packs provisions for four weeks. He knows if he doesn't get by there by then, that's it. He's there. They are going to die. Um, so he, uh, he and a few other people head out on this open boat thing and they fucking make it. Whoa. All right. But because of the bad seas, they have to part, they have to land on the wrong side of the island. Homie. Homie. So basically it's easier to cross the island than sail around to the front. Right. (laughs) But this is a route no one has ever taken across this island. It is 36 mile hike across dangerous mountainous terrain. 
This sounds like a bad time. <laughs> and they make it. Yes. Um, the They make it to this whaling station. The men who are still back on Elephant Island have been there for four and a half months when uh, some rescue finally shows up, sure. sent by Shackleton. Cool. Uh, all of the men survive. Wow. Even forgot his mittens McGee. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he didn't deserve it, yeah. he survived. As soon, as soon as they're like, as soon as the rescue shows up, found him. <laughs> I found him. They were in my other pocket. Oh, man. Um, the other ship, the Aurora, that went to the other <clears throat> side of the Antarctic, had also been blown out to sea <laughs> at some point. Jesus. And its men uh, were unable to return. They were run. also rescued um, separate by a separate expedition. Um, and uh, they actually had, while they were there, laid out the full extent of that trail for Shackleton to arrive at. Mm-hmm. So they had done their job, even wow. though Shackleton ain't coming. Uh, three of the people on the Aurora did die, including its commander. Oh, wow. Um, so despite heart issues, when he gets back to London, Shackleton does volunteer for WW1. Okay. He's sent to Buenos Aires to try and convince some South American countries to jump on the British side of the World War I. Uh-huh. He fails because he has never been a diplomat before. <laughs> um, he also at this point, after the, uh, after the endurance stuff, he has begun drinking heavily. Cool. Mm. Uh, why, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at that point. Also in World War I, he briefly is involved in setting up a base in Russia, uh, but he is too sick to do much. He's getting old and sick and shit. He also trains British troops for Arctic conditions during the Russian Civil War, hoping that uh, if they can keep the Tsar on top there, he can help develop the Russian economy with Britain. Mm-hmm. But obviously that does not happen. <laughs> uh, Nicholas does not come out of that one okay. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a thing we've actually already talked about. So. Yeah. So uh, he goes on one last sub-Arctic expedition, he decides. The Shackleton-Rowett expedition. Rowett is an old friend of his, his mm. who finances it. So really, it's just like a fucking hangover type journey, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like one last fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's Las Vegas. Glory ride around. Sure. They're not even going to... The, they're just like checking out the oceans that people haven't charted around the Arctic. They're not even going mm. on land. I mean, like, honestly, I think once you start doing stuff like that, you just don't know any other life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's He's probably gotta, totally fair. Gotta be drunk at sea near the South Pole. <laughs> Before he leaves, Shackleton records a farewell address in what is possibly the first talking picture ever taken. Wow, crazy. Yeah, this guy has balloon adventures, talking picture adventures. <laughs> he finances Russian mines or something, Romanian mines. He's crazy. Got life. frostbite. A <laughs> weird stamp scheme. He's got everything. <laughs> Uh, so he goes in 1921 on the way up to the Arctic, he starts having back pains and chest pains. And his physician says, you need to lead a more regular life. (laughs) Meaning not as much expeditioning. Yeah. I think he's doing too much strain. He's been overdoing it, overexerting himself for a long time. Later, the uh, Shackleton says, you always say I should give up on things. So what should I give up on? And the physician responds, chiefly alcohol, boss. <laughs> Moments later, Cash- Shackleton has a fatal heart attack. <laughs> oh, no. So he was not giving up on that sweet uh, booze. He didn't, even, he didn't even get a chance to have one last drink. <laughs> no. no, he took a flask out right after the doctor said See, that. See, that would have been the move. Yeah, yeah. This is the power move. He tried to take it from me, friend. You know who couldn't take it from take me? It from the cruel south. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Fa- but... Oh, Father Hunger himself. <laughs> so now he was uh, in his final moments on his way back to that frozen bosom he loved so much, sure. the Antarctic. I hope you have the time of your life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was January 5, 1922. There have been many, many monument- monuments commemorating him. Uh, and respect for his leadership style and how he handled his men has increased over the years. Green Day wrote a song about him. Sure. And... Uh, <laughs> That part was a lie, but the rest of it was the true story. <laughs> the honest gospel. Of Ernest Shackleton, the man who saved his crew and the only member of our Stranded series where probably not a lot of people are going to die. Only 22 dogs. And like three people on a different ship. But that was a different, that wasn't really the story. <laughs> and maybe a lion? Maybe a lion. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Also, I have never once in my life wished I had a deeper well of Green Day references yeah. until today. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> that was enough for my purposes. <laughs> that bit didn't need to go longer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I was going to say this for the end, Jordan, but as a reward for coming on our show, we got you two tickets to the Jukebox Musical American Idiot. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? <laughs> and you are required to go. And here to take you is Green Day. <laughs> take him away, boys. <laughs> Green Day is here to arrest you. Every week, Denver's own Real Nerds Podcast sees a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. I think sometimes we're funny. Yeah, sometimes when I'm talking, not when you're talking, not when you're talking. Oh, you know, it might help if you told them that we're on iTunes or on Stitcher so they could find a place where you can actually listen to us. Oh, okay, Brad. We're also on Twitter, at Real Nerds, and we have an Instagram account. Boom. Commercial, Brad. Cut. Paste. Upload. We like to have fun. Sure. I like fun. James, you're very bad at improv. RealNerdsPodcast.com. Um, okay, well, I got one for you. I think I need I need you guys to help me uh, flesh mm-hmm. this out a little bit. Okay. But uh, my interpretation of Ernest Shackleton is, in fact, the man upon whom the Ernest adventures, the Ernest, <laughs> uh, the Ernest saga. saga, the Ernest Chronicles. Saver of Christmas, genocider of Saver trolls. of Christmas. <laughs> saver of, of prison. Saver this of This building camps, is on fire. Gremlins uh, 2. Goer 2 of jail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I believe uh, his titles are many. I believe he was uh, slam dunk Ernest at a at, at a, a point. Uh, <laughs> there, there was the Lost Ernest movie. Do you know what I'm talking friend about? Friend of Vern. Yeah, friend, friend, friend of Vern. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. That's actually the the Ernest Appreciation Society is friends of Vern. Friends I of believe. Vern for sure is what it is. Oh, a little pin. A little friend of Vern Penn. Nice. It's a little turtle from Saves Camp. Um, <laughs> Looking up that Facebook group later. For sure. Uh, Jesus, if you guys want to start the Friends of Vern Facebook group, <laughs> I am 100% down to moderate that shit. Uh, that's actually Ernest Shackleton. He's the historical figure upon which the Ernest capers. And what do you Sorry. got? What do you got? Sorry, I've tried. I. The first thing that came up when I Googled Ernest was Ernest Saves Christmas. Of course. Uh, he did. It was a big, it was yeah, a huge news story. The, the flagship of the Ernest I series. I mean, we're here, listeners, we're here on December the 23rd. So whether Ernest Saves Christmas this year, still unclear. He <laughs> might not this year. Yeah. And then we'll see who's laughing. Um, the uh, And the first, the first highlighted review on Google just says, there's no sex, violence, or language to speak of, which makes Ernest Save Christmas a fairly safe, if not exactly heartwarming option wow, for families. Wow, that's so funny. Three out of five, Emily Ashby of Common Sense Media. <laughs> uh, Ernest is a sexless, morose fellow, <laughs> but he did save Christmas. <laughs> he's, really, he's a sexless imp, is really it. <clears throat> More or less. 
I'm trying to see if there's a Wikipedia entry for the Ernest series. Sure. Uh, <laughs> While we're doing that. Yeah, well, but that is the Ernest Shackleton is the historical character upon which the uh, the Ernest saga was based. He, uh, he too went to school uh, and found that it wasn't quite wacky enough uh, mm. for him. He failed to save Christmas a number of times uh, right. while at school. And uh, the, the Shackleton part, actually, that's those are the shackles represented by Ernest Goes to Jail. Mm. Right. Uh, which he did. He went to jail for a while. He, he managed to uh, caper and cartoon his way out. Right. Um, and won the hearts of, of America and Europe uh, at the same time. He also... Blazing the trail for other jailgoers, such as Tim Robbins and sure. Paddington. Absolutely. Oh, God. Love that Paddington. Yeah. Love um, that Paddington. Also, I might cut this out and release this as a bonus episode, but uh, <laughs> apparently Ernest was created by a Nashville advertising agency. Sure. Cardin and Cherry. Who uh, found the original Ernest Shackleton frozen in <laughs> ice. Yeah, it's like Captain, Captain, Captain America style. Exactly. Um, you... Was used in various local television ad campaigns. The only national products he promoted were the Coca-Cola Company sodas, checks, and Taco John's. The Coca-Cola's Company sodas, so, huh? Which Coca-Cola. which ones? Take, specifically, which ones could you be talking about? <laughs> and, you know, we were talking about those Orson Welles drunk commercials, but the earnest drunk commercials are one oh, of the yeah. real goals. Oh, he only ever got drunk when he was recording a commercial. Never drank. Except when he had a commercial. Except for commercials. Because he hated capitalism. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Ernest P. Worrell, a friend of the worker. Uh, There is a whole Wikipedia entry for Ernest Worrell. So... It's Worrell. As there should be. In fact... I should hope there's multiple. Ernest Ernest P. Worrell is a fictional character, of course, based Mm. on... Ernest Shackleton. I hope when you get to like, when you look at his Wikipedia article, I hope there's a section where it's like, Ernest saves Christmas. For more details, see Christmas 1947. Well, I guess it was probably like 87. (laughs) See Ernest Shackleton. Or frankly, Christmas 1982 through present. Sure. (laughs) And the, and the real Ernest's uh, path took more of the, uh, more of the, the same trajectory as uh, old mitten, mitten, free McGee. Uh, he was like, I lost my dang mittens again. Well, he's a composite character. Sure. he show- And then the next time he showed up, he was dressed all in mittens, which was hilarious. He was like, never going to lose another one. <laughs> Smash cut to him naked on the Naked. Street. He's got a barrel. Naked on an iceberg. Let me yeah. come over to y'all's iceberg. Oh, come on. I'm so cold. Burn. 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 <laughs> Just gets quieter and quieter as his, his ice... Bird the best part of that movie away. was the post-credit cut where, like, Ernest shiftily goes into a closet and he opens it full of mittens. Full <laughs> of mittens. Extra pair yeah, of yeah. course, then fucking Nick Fury shows up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, I'd like to invite you to the Ernest initiative. He's been taking those mittens all along. They bust in on him, pulling, like, a pan of mittens out of the oven. <laughs> drinking a mug of mittens. <laughs> this is my wife. A bunch of mittens. <laughs> yeah, he just rolls over in bed, puts his arm around a bunch of mittens. Yeah. Uh, and again, so the similar trajectory, but uh, he was in fact looking for the West Pole and uh, mm. did, did find it uh, under the sea. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't hear about the West or, or the East Pole. They're out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they keep moving. We talk, you got, are you talking about Magnetic West or, or True West? Starring True uh, West. Oh wait, that's just a play. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. He's talking about North, starring Bruce, uh, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Greatest yeah. movie ever made. Talk about. Southwest. And of course, Rich the soundtrack to Northwest. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the soundtrack to North uh, performed entirely by Bruno, I think. True. Oh, that was anyway. some direction fun. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love a good direction goof. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so he's looking for the West Pole. Looking for the West Pole. Discovers it uh, deep beneath the waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't know how to get down there. Invents the diving bell. Wow. Mm. <laughs> uh, goes down in a diving bell. He's like, wow, I found it. Here it is. The pole. <laughs> That's why they called Ernest the James Cameron of his day. That's true, yes. Uh, the cord gets severed to the surface, uh, and he's stuck in the diving bell uh, for the next hundred or so years. That's where he's frozen, uh, found by the advertising agency. They thaw him out. They're like, what, what's your deal? And just with his capers and his antics, they were like, we got to get this guy out there shilling for Coca-Cola. But of course, he couldn't because, sad, he was, though, because he was an ageless ghoul at this point. Uh, <laughs> By now, Vern would be long dead. Yeah, but there's – see, Vern is like uh, – it's a title. Is it like on. the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, where it's kind of like, no, it's no, like it's, a Bucky thing? It's more like uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. For each, each age has a Vern, and each Vern, oh, it's age. Uh, <laughs> and same for Ernest. Yeah, They're, like a we, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. Like <laughs> we, we are currently, sadly, in a post-Ernest age, or oh, no. at least a transitional Ernest period. Right. But as we wait for the new, the for new Ernest, the next, promise, the next as Ernest. Christmas approaches, precisely, yeah, and Ernest, Ernest comes among us again. We hope an He'll Ernest will walk among just us in time for Ernest Ocarina of Time, right? To, again, defeat. <laughs> and, and somewhere in the Himalayas, a child is. The objects are laid before a child to sure. choose from. It's a, it's a, it's a sweat riddled hat, a sweat ruined hat, a denim vest, and some mittens that smells like eggs erroneous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, a, a jar of authentic Bulgarian miak, uh, and the, of course the the this shine and polished skull of the third Vern. <laughs> and the Ernest song begins anew. Yeah, do you remember in Ernest Goes to Camp when Ernest? <laughs> do you remember in Ernest Goes to Camp when Ernest walks out into the rain and sings a very melancholy song to himself? I I vaguely it goes, remember. It goes. This. It goes. Uh, Gee, I'm glad it's raining. Because no one sees your teardrops when it rains. Something like that. Yeah. Second Uh-oh. verse, of course. I walk alone. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that is uh, my revisionist history of Ernest Shackleton. Is the character based on, who, upon whom the Ernest films are based. In fact, was. Died frozen in the ice while searching for the, the West Pole. To cover up his history, he took the name. What was the name of the actor? Uh, Jim, Jim Varney. Varney. Well, see, no, Jim Varney was, he, he was not Ernest Shackleton. Oh, Ernest Shackleton was simply the inspiration. Exactly. Yeah, he's an actor. <laughs> Ernest okay. Shackleton is a historical figure who, again, saved Christmas, uh, slam dunked, mm-hmm. uh, went, went to jail, to camp. Right. went to went camp. To- right. Uh, was scared stupid, unfortunately, <laughs> for, a was, peri- for a period of time. Yeah, that's chapter. when he had sleeping sickness. Exactly. Yeah. Regained his senses and uh, and then um, was in the army. And then, unfortunately, <laughs> died before a planned uh, excursion as a pirate. Did you know that there was an un- there's an unreleased Ernest what? movie? 
How did they not release an Ernest it, movie? It, it's unfinished. If they it's had unfinished. It, oh, no. Okay. Ernest the Pirate. It's like the Magnificent Ambersons of the Ernest. It's been long head. enough. We need a new Ernest. This Ernest, is what this broken world needs. Ernest you Freedom get Taylor now. Lautner on the phone. He's our new, he's our new Ernest. In ha- the age of Trump, the only solace is a new Ernest. Hashtag Pirate Ernest now. Yeah. <laughs> get the Friends of Troy Vern on this. Friends of Vern. You, you heard the call. The Friends of Vern, of course, given millions to representatives and senators in, in order to get the last Ernest movie released. True. <laughs> Damn it, Jordan, thank you. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> um, before, we, before we move on, listeners, uh, we, of course, ask that you review this podcast on your podcast service of choice. Uh, if you're as fevered as I am right now, you'll give us five stars and just talk about Ernest for a while. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, uh, we hope that the review section for our podcast becomes a forum for Ernest. <laughs> friends of Vern. That's yeah, friends it. Of Vern. Started here. You heard that? You hear the call, friends of Vern. If that domain is not taken, I might put it on my. Uh, I mean, I think we need to make that Facebook page tonight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I would love an invite. <laughs> invite. You're a moderator, my I, friend. I, that, yeah. I'm honored. <laughs> of course, strict community guidelines right. sure. for the friends of Vern. You know, sure. heavy is the head that wears the cap. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> we'll have no talk of the Beverly Hillbillies movie. Great movie. Mm. This is in the board for it, guys. Right. We don't want your Toy Story it. shit in here, right? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I'm sorry. Was Vern in, Troy, in Toy Story? No. I didn't think so. No, of course not. Uh, Wait, was he? <laughs> uh, you can also <laughs> contact us via our website, revisionistpodcast.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, we're a proud member of the Denver Podcast Network, along with such shows as One More Shot, which is actually produced by people who don't talk about Ernest, uh, believe it or not. Uh, but still, listen anyway. It's a great show, uh, hosted by Elaine Grant, formerly of Colorado Public Radio, uh, about people's reinvention stories, uh, much like the Ernest reboot sure. coming 2019. Oh, it'll be gritty like like Pepsi Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking Ooh. Chadwick Boseman for Ernest. Oh, okay. Ooh, dang. Yeah. That's good. Chadwick Boseman as Ernest... Vern has gone missing. <laughs> Vern, Vern's gone missing at sea, searching for the tomb of the original Ernest. Nice. <laughs> I'm liking this, yeah. Maybe maybe Vern has aged, whereas Ernest hasn't. Sure. So anyway, have, he like, doesn't Chadwick know why. Boseman for Ernest, and like, I don't know, uh, <laughs> uh, what's that fucking guy? Not Richard Gere. We can do Richard Gere. Yeah. Richard, Richard Gere's Gere for fine. Vern. Yeah, yeah, Richard Gere's Robert dude. Redford. You'd think Ernest Resurrection, but I think you got to go with like Ernest Goes to Be Reborn. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Ernest Goes to the Ends of the Earth. Ernest Goes to Prometheus or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest Punches the Face of God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ernest looking at God do you believe <laughs> <laughs> Ernest in the flame of eternity <laughs> Ernest mocks death <laughs> of course Ernest chained to the rock as the birds oh peck out God. his liver every for, day for all eternity you know when Ernest plays chess against death he's gonna have those checkers on that board oh yeah oh yeah oh God oh that's a wonderful oh I wanna see that <laughs> Stop goofing around, Ernest. <laughs> this is an important death game. If there's anyone who does oil paintings in our audience, I need to commission that Ooh. painting Ernest, right now. Ernest playing chess with death, but he's got checkers out, and he's spilling them everywhere. Whoops! <laughs> this ain't even checkers, it's a sorry board. Oh, no! You didn't get it, sorry? My buddy Vernon is. 
the game of life, you don't like that, do you, Dan? <laughs> he would definitely play death at the game of life. That's really funny. And then at the end, I think he finds Vern, and they're reunited in in bliss. I, I, I'm lightheaded. Uh, <laughs> um, Jordan, you're a... Uh, by the time this comes out, you'll only be in town a few more days. Uh, I, I only exist till until Christmas, and then I fade away. Of course. Until He's January the 1st. Of- <laughs> yeah. I'll be born again on January 1st, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll age throughout the year, mm-hmm. and hopefully I can come back on the podcast next year. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird Benjamin Button thing sure. you got going on. He sure. has an extremely long white beard. He is, that is true. Mm-hmm. His Leather-worn skin. I have a sash that says 2018. <laughs> He's still only wearing a diaper. That's true. Uh, it's a nice diaper. Th- yeah. And it's so a full. Quality diaper, I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. It would have to be it's, at this it's point. It's lasting. It has to be, like, really the best diaper. Yeah. It's a little yellowed, but it's still functional. It's, it gets me where I need to go. <laughs> yeah. Just Except for the bathroom. His cup runneth over. <laughs> so uh, and that cup is a diaper. Is a diaper. It's called Ernest Goes to Camp, not Jordan Goes to the Bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> God fucking damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But listeners, Jordan is the best. Uh, You're the best. Yeah, you can follow him on uh, all the social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, at RazorLoo. At RazorLoo on those things. I should change that, right? I should have a human name. I mean, at this point, I don't think it matters. It's kind of a brand, but mostly all I hear about is people being like, what does RazorLoo mean? And I just burst into tears. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Shout out Jason Wardell at Hams Plenty. Hams Plenty. See, that's great. It was those heady early internet days. Handles were all the rage. Neo was guiding us. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that was when that was happening. Yeah. Um, that that is got into that red pill shit. And now it's all going down. Isn't it fucking great that if me and Jason Wardell got woke up from the Matrix, it would be like, I give you Razor Lou and Hams Plenty. <laughs> Your new agents. <laughs> I guess not agents. Yeah, that, yeah, when you're jacked in, you're Razor Lou. Yeah. I want to see that end of that movie where, you know, Hugo Weaving's got you and he's like, Mr. Doll. That's really <laughs> funny. It's Razor Lou! Razor Lou! <laughs> oh, God, that's what it would be if they were actually waking people up from the Matrix. Yep. Be like, this is Bongzilla 420XX <laughs> and Dick Lord. <laughs> and this is Dolly Parton fan 629. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Humanity's oh. last hope. <laughs> and here is actually this one is racist. Do not yeah, yeah. Too can't much. say this one. <laughs> He's the one. We're all bummed. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Zach, you uh, sorry you didn't sorry you didn't have anything you wanted to mention. I'll let it happen. Uh, as for me, I co-host. Actually. Coming up, I am going to be uh, me and Shannon, sometimes guest of this podcast, and usually my girlfriend are going to be... Wait, usually? <laughs> I mean, there are times in history where it's not true. Okay. The 1800s um, comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, of course. Most of the Cretaceous. The Babylonian times. <laughs> yeah. Most of the Cretaceous. There was um, a time when you were both dinosaurs. Sure. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> We're hosting the January episode of uh, Josh Hollis, who created the artwork for this very podcast, yes, friend indeed. of ours. We don't thank him enough for it. He has a podcast called The Predicticast, and me and Shannon are guest hosting. The premise is we watch 10 minutes of a movie we know nothing about and try to predict what will happen 
in the remaining runtime of the movie. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that episode, which we're co-hosting, will be out in January, but you can check out other episodes now. Cool. And Josh Hollis is terrific, uh, and he's done a lot of podcasts at work, not just ourselves, yeah. but Stage of Fools, right? Yep, absolutely. He gets that Photoshop, he makes those deep fakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got don't don't ask Anna Kendrick about him. He's she not persona non grata. I'm just kidding. He does not make porn. Dear God, John Hollis is an upstanding man. We should not drag his name through the mud. He uses Photoshop to make Simpsons porn. What? <laughs> Meg is there. What? <laughs> can't can't a man on Christmas Day not enjoy some Simpsons porn? <laughs> yeah. A few like a, a few pictures of Obama murdering babies. That's all. <laughs> sure. Gil from The Simpsons getting cocked. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, predict a cast coming up in January. As for me, I co-host Queen City Companion with Jen Colick, friend of the show, the first Thursday of every month at Mutiny Information Cafe. Uh, it's an all-false storytelling show. It's full of whimsy and wonder, and it's the best, and such a fun time. Check that out. Um, judgment falls to be this episode, um, which I don't... Zach, you did a, a wonderful job with an actual history, but I don't... Think we live in a universe where I cannot go with the, the alternate history in this case. See, here's the thing: the alternate history is uh, textured and whimsical, albeit muddled. Uh, <laughs> but I gotta say, that's a tough history to top. Shackleton, yeah, Shackle- it's really Ernie Shacks. Mm. Oh, he was dunking from way on high. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I'll, I'll take it. I'm not gonna argue yeah. myself out of the the big W here. But well, that's just my vote, listeners. Uh, it's now open for for you uh, to have your say in but what that, has been a fever all, dream. We of all an know ep- that Friends of Troy community is going to smash that alternate history button. Tra- Friends of Vern. Friends of Vern. He wants to say Friends of Troy. Who fuck is Troy? Who is Troy? Where did he come Troy? from? Ver- are we thinking of Vern Troyer? Do you know what? Yes, that has to be. And of course, Dude. <laughs> wow. And you know what? In 2018, we should all have been thinking of Vern Troyer. Right? Big ups. Yeah. Um, Fuck 2018. Man. Ernest, we need you now more than ever. <laughs> Somewhere, a, 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 a greasy cap and a fist just bursts <laughs> from the earth. A series of beacons is lit upon mountaintops. <laughs> the eagles of Guahir have <laughs> to Jim Varney. A blind oh, monk lifts his head in the night. He returns. Yes, come. A crow rests upon the eaves of a house. <laughs> Tell the people that the winter is over. <laughs> White smoke billows from the Vatican. Through, we have a new Vern. And through, through slot canyons, you hear an echo. <laughs> a child's first words are Vern. <laughs> You know what I mean? A cat gives birth to a litter of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and at last, Vern does know what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it! For everyone here at The Revisionist, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. In the flesh. Jordan Dahl, thank you for being here. Thanks, guys. Uh, have a good time. Have Happy good New time. Year. Have a good time, Vern. Ninth, 1835. The Treaty of New Ikata cedes all lands of the Cherokee east of the Mississippi to the U... You know what? This one's a little depressing. Let's go with December 20... 20- <laughs>
No, that's part of it. No. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs>